You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Sisters. Sister, sisters. Sister, sister. We should do a whole segment where you just like sing on the podcast. No. Well, you keep gracing us with your voice. I'm going to cross that off. X. Guys, in case you didn't know, Mads has like the best voice ever. Oh my God. I tell everyone, everyone that will listen to me that she sings like an angel. Yeah, but then when I sit, when I'm going to sing, one day, do I hype you up too much? Oh, like ex- ex- uh, exponentially. Oh, sorry. I fucking love that word. Exponentially. Exponentially. Okay, it's not one of my faves. It is 100 percent one of my faves. It just encapsulates what I'm trying to say every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it brings me back to math, which I, you know, I love. Ugh, I hate math. I didn't even go past algebra. We've talked about this. I literally, it was like high school algebra too. I don't even think it was college algebra. Yeah. I mean, I got an A because it was super fucking easy. I know. I still haven't uh, started my multivariable calculus t- uh, classes. No, oh, yeah. I would. Let's see if that happens. Yeah, let's see if that happens. Um, I'll um, tell you something that's not going to happen. I would like to say it on record. What? I, Maddie Mayo, will not be going to Coachella this year. Finally. Oh, my God. So Mads and I went to Coachella together last year with our stepsister, and I had the worst experience of my life. So if you guys don't know, Scout is bipolar. Oh, wow. Look at you bringing it up this time. (laughs) Take Take a a shot. shot. Um, So Coachella environment and a bipolar person just does not really mix in the heat in the dirt, in the in crowds. The, the crowds, it was just the most terrible mix. I had like for two you. anxiety attacks. Yeah, I it was. I left I, on I, day three. I I consoled you with Beyonce. I was like, you, you like, have to stay have for to Beyonce. Stay. I know. You I will had... regret it. You will be so pissed. So she stayed for Beyonce, and then she got the fuck out of there. I will never go back to Coachella. Yeah. So I've been six times. Oh my god. I, I've multiple years. I've been both weekends. I've snuck in several times. I've been three times total. And oh my god, the last, the first time I went, I was. 15 years old that was 12 you, years you ago you went when it was still wristbands and when you can get day passes. you can get day passes sorry wristbands it was still ticker paper tickets yeah and we had yeah. just a day pass that's wild can you just who could have predicted what it has become oh my god it was so fun when i went the first time so much fun yeah it was red hot chili peppers oh my god the lineup was I remember so good your that MySpace year. profile picture you were wearing like a bandana as a bra or something. No, I wasn't. I was wearing a 50s one-piece bathing suit. That's vintage. It. 
green and white. It was so cute. Same thing. I looked great. And then you like still had your kind of like fried hair. Yeah, the hair wasn't working back then. Yeah, the then. hair was not in its prime. That's for sure. Yeah, well, okay. Um, For those, if this is your first episode. Oh, hi, gosh. We didn't say anything. We're way we past that. We didn't even introduce. You said your name. No one, said, no one heard my name yet. Oh, sorry. Hi, I'm Scout. I said Scout has bipolar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you asshole. So now everyone knows you by your title. Oh, my God. What do people think of me is the question. Like, what do they think of me? Oh, goodness. goodness. The other day, someone was like, I got, like, kind of technical on somebody because somebody said this this woman is, like, either really mean or really nice to me. She's really bipolar. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, actually, bipolar doesn't mean that you're mean and you're nice. It means that you're sad and you're happy. If you're mean and you're nice, you have a personality disorder. It's not bipolar disorder. Damn. Because you I don't, schooled her. Well, yeah, because I don't. Like, no, it's a very, it's a, it's a stigmatized, not stigmatizing word, but people use it incorrectly. It's not that I'm like abuse people and I'm mean to people and then I'm nice to people. You probably wouldn't even know I'm bipolar if you spent two weeks with me. Yeah. I just am very sad or I'm very happy. Hmm. Do you ever find yourself in the middle? Yes. Baby, why, why don't you, you just be in the middle? <laughs> That's where I'd like to be, man, at all times. I'm trying to get in that middle zone. Mara Morris, please come to Scout and help her oh, get to the middle. middle. I'm trying to find that middle ground, bitch. Oh, baby. That I song always gets that. in my head. It is just a miraculous song. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but oh, it's, okay. Oh, it's, 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 pr- it's like Roses. Status. No, it's not. Oh my god. Under roses. no circumstances is it Rose's status. We sound like such basic bitches right now, but I will stand by that statement. Roses by Chainsmokers is probably top ten songs yes. of the world. Yeah, I yeah. love that song so much. It's just it brings you back to a specific moment in your life and you're just like It just puts me back. in a good mood every what time. What are some what are some songs where when you listen to it you're just like brought back to it like a such a crystallized moment in your in your past? I have so many. Um, I mean, like, yeah, by Usher brings me back to like okay. ten million well, different moments. Can you pick moments. any other song that you like? Okay, that song, yeah, headband, three times. headband brings me back to my bachelorette party. Headband <laughs> to do a threesome, <laughs> you gotta intervene. Her legs so, so sexy, sexy when I'm in between. between. Yes, that is. Yikes. That is um, inappropriate. Mine is Yeah Three Times by Chris Brown. Yeah, you say that. Why Why do you give me <laughs> shit when you literally say that all the time? I love that song. Um, I get transported back. No, Like a G6. Yes. I get transported yes. to just being drunk. I yeah, just like same. am drunk. Same. I'll be sober. I like have to change the song when I'm driving because I'm like, I'm, oh wait, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. That's how I am too with that song. It just hits it's, the spot. It's like a drunk song. It is a club banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like G6 for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other good ones. I mean, all Almond Brothers just make me think of the All Almond Brothers and the Gypsy Kings and the Grateful Dead make me think of, of a pool. Of a pool. Like me underneath the pool. Or dad in the corner drinking his tequila and us just like in the pool you know yeah we were in the pool like so much of our childhood we spent eight hours straight in and the pool you and sometimes. i would never get in a pool today well because we have our hair. hair issues yeah that's not not you know what fuck our hair fuck i'm so over Jewish it dude i'm so over Middle it dude eastern jufros i'm so over it i can't be spontaneous i can't oh no i can't in, i can't just it like so hop in the ocean if i want to no oh, no. No, no, no no literally i was okay so this is going to come out after but i'm going to austin for south by southwest and ben and i had gone to austin and they have this amazing uh, water springs you know it's like a it's like a, a watering hole whatever it's like a natural springs and it's so beautiful. You know, it's so hot and humid there. And people just jump in the water. It's so great. It's like a cu- very cute. And you had thing. to sit And out. I sat out because I was like, I straightened my hair. There's no way I'm going to. Re- I didn't bring a straightener. I can't redo it. No, like, I feel and that. And went in by himself. And it was so sad. It looked like so much fun. Look, you and I are super low maintenance people. But when it comes to our hair, we're highly oh, high maintenance. The- I mean, 
people just don't understand. No, you can't understand unless you have hair like this. Yeah. Mine's it, worse than yours. Yours is way worse, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't say just, worse because curly hair isn't worse than straight hair. It's just a lot more difficult no, to deal with. No, but, okay, let's separate this out, though. It's not better or worse. It's the confidence level that we both have. Like, just we yeah. feel more confident and more beautiful when our hair is the way we want it to be. Yeah, and but that's, that's like a total societal construct that we fall victim to. Sure, but you know what? It's not going to change anytime soon. Sorry. Yeah. I just and, feel and so much more comfortable. We're feeding into that system of oppression. Oh, he's hey. Yes, that's how far I will take it. Um, okay, let's do the word of the week. Oh. This week is an adjective. It's called, the, it's called, the word is sentient. And it means having or showing realization, perception, or knowledge aware. Okay, I'm going to say something. What? I think this has already been a word of the week. Oh my god, as I was reading it, I was like, I think Maz is going to tell me that this has already been a word of the week. <laughs> we have to go back into my highlights, into the uh, archives. Okay, whoops. But well, I we're, think we're bringing it back. Okay, great. Sentient. I, I am, I think I'm a very sentient person. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty aware. I'm pretty self-sentient. I think that's what it is. Okay, well, I'm just putting a little bit more of an emphasis on it. Like, if you say you are sentient, then that means you're self-aware. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you think you're sentient? Duh. Duh. <laughs> wow, it's such conviction. I like to think I have high emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Thank you. Okay. Let's get into this episode. Oh, guys. This oh my was God. such an amazing night. I'm so, just like, I started smiling just remembering this I know. Night. So we went and interviewed Donnie, the Donnie founder Red. of Privilege Clothing. And we walk into her hotel room. It's this gorgeous hotel room overlooking all of downtown Los Angeles. And there's just like... All these cool girls there, and they got a cheese board going, and they got olives going, and they got wine going. The wine was overflowing. It was so good. The olives were to Being die for. consumed. We were little happy keto princesses. Yeah, we didn't have any of the bread. I know. We're so good. We're so good. Yeah. Um, even though we probably drank too much wine to be on keto, but that's okay. Anyways, we went on her podcast. She came on our podcast. So basically, it was just like girl talk for three hours. Yeah, it was wild, and it was so special. She is such an entrepreneur and super mom and super boss. Like, she's, she just felt like I would love to work with her. Yeah. And like how you is know? she so put together? She has three children. God damn. She's like way more put together than I am on a daily basis. Oof. And she's beautiful. Oh my God. Oh my she's God. beautiful. That's like a whole nother story. Oh. With yeah. that red lip action going on. Love it. Love a red lip. I yeah, can't pull, I can't it, off pull on the it off. I mean, not on the daily. Not on the daily. I don't think I could ever pull it off. I did it once or I've done you it a few olive times. skin. So I feel like it's kind of weird. It doesn't work, huh? Right? Yeah. It's very, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I work better with the nude color on my lip. Yeah, we're always nude. The neuter, the better. Yeah, the neuter, the better. Amen that's, that's to like that. Literally, our motto: the more natural, the neuter. The more natural, the <laughs> neuter. In terms of like makeup, whenever I go to Sephora and get my makeup done, I'm like, look, I want to look like I'm not wearing any makeup. Yeah, I, I want to look nude. I want to look like a blank face. I just want to look flawless. Yeah, just make it flawless, but then like that, I'm not wearing any makeup, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Anyways, this was such a special episode. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to really enjoy it. And we love you. Have fun. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. 
Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Donnie Ray Edmondson is the multitasking mom of three who started Privileged Clothing of a Love of Fashion. Since opening in 2007, the brand has developed into several brick-and-mortar stores, a thriving e-commerce business, a wholesale line, and her own podcast, Priv Talks. In addition, Donnie also founded Piper West Watches. You can usually find her juggling her baby and a nine phone, catnapping, or mopping up coffee spills. Without further ado, Donnie. I was also mopping up vomit like an hour ago. <laughs> That's oh amazing. That is the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me. I mean, oh look God. at you. you. Okay, so like you're gorgeous. Like what's going oh, on? How do you look so put together? I feel like I look schleppy. It's a red I lipstick. Know. I think it looks like, I was going I feel... to comment, what, what is this? Yeah, if I feel off, red... I just put on the crush and this is my color. Okay. Unreal. So. Wait, what brand? It's what Glow Minerals. That? We actually sell it. But it's like kind of our team. Like we always talk about crush. It's like. Just like this orangey red. It's that, a like, that's the color. best. Burnt orange is my go-to color. She does that on her nails all the time. Yeah. In the summer, it's burnt orange all the Speaking way. Speaking of which, I actually got my, I went early to the airport because there's like a spa at the airport yeah. to get my nails done because I never have time to do it. I have no idea why. Um, and I tried to pick up like a burnt orange color and I ended up with like housewife fuchsia pink. No, it's cute. But it's stellar. No? I've you been battling like it? with it a little bit. No, like, I like it. It's okay. fun to do it's something cute. like it's exuberant every now and then. But it wasn't like it was kind of dark in there, and I was like, you picked know, up the exactly. color. Exactly. I, I like, always get such anxiety. I'm like, is this right? Is this right? That's I'm why I only go for Lincoln Park after Dark by OPI. I, know. I need to start, I need to start like That's remembering one. the ones I choose. I know, because it's like, I'm like, I don't want a bluish red. I want like an orangey red, and yeah. it has to be like, yeah. it can't be too candy apple. It's got to be like the right yeah. shade. <laughs> no, I'm with you. That's why I only get the same one every time. I never deviate. Every now and then I'll be like, I'm going to get white. And then I get white, and I hate it, and I'm to myself what? you know what I mean I know Who I don't are know you? I don't know it's embarrassing I don't know yeah, but let's yeah move past it okay okay it's consistency just do the same thing I do the same thing every time I yeah. need a manicure so bad right my now. S- my winters are nude and then my summers are burnt orange yeah. that's how I am it's like life. truly when spring hits I'm like all right yep. time for like my orangey red there it which is it's funny I should know a color like I should know what the name of exactly that, color that is. I every time I go to the nail salon I'm like I fucking should know like 
I know oh, my color, girl. I know, dude. What am I doing wrong? But okay. I've also kind of given up on getting my nails done. Like, I haven't been doing it a lot. I feel like really? it's something I don't have time for. And it's like, if I can't maintain it, I shouldn't do it. But that's actually a good hack is to do it at the airport. I feel like people have been doing that because you get a, there an hour early, early anyways. anyways. You're like, there. At, you're there. You spend, like, double getting it done. But, but honestly, when time. you really need your nails, yeah. it's done generally when you're away. Yeah. And so I've been doing that. I've yeah. been traveling a ton lately. So I've literally done that twice this month. Good there you go. Good. I yeah. love that. I love, love that. So we just were on your podcast chatting. So we are just having a night together. And I feel like now we're practically besties. Oh, yeah. You're I part of the sisterhood. You. You're, you're, you're a sister. sister. You're a sister. <laughs> we're drinking rosé. We are Look drinking and eating olives because we can't eat the bread because we're on keto. <laughs> I know. It's such a beautiful it's, spread it's over here. It's kind of a sad moment for us. I know. We're so, I'm, but I'm very proud of us. But you can have the cheese and the olives. We can have the cheese. We can have the cheese. We can have the cheese, which is... We've been downing the olives. Yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. I know like, we're almost coming on three weeks. I know. Damn. I don't think I've lost guys. enough weight, to be honest, to justify this <laughs> shit, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, the gelato diet was diet was working well, the, too. Yeah. Why don't I, know, I get tune on in, that? Tune in to our episode on Priv Talks. Yeah. To hear all we, about we, my we gelato life. Say, we can't uh, drop it all at once. My unglamorous work. Can't tell work. you what the gelato <laughs> diet is all about, but you're going to have to listen to the podcast. And you're going to want to tune into that. <laughs> Also, okay. it's like dark now, and the city lights are so pretty. Oh my god, this is a gorgeous view. We're in downtown view. LA. It is just magnificent. We're on I'm what the thirty fourth floor. I always have PTSD when I come to downtown LA because I went to USC, so I just get like I'm in like college mode when I come down here. <laughs> oh, like mentally on this trip, I'm moving here. Yeah, I mean, no, it's beautiful. It it has erupted down here like oh yeah it is gorgeous the best restaurants just so up and coming everything is amazing we down don't here. go to downtown enough no i i used to a lot and now yeah we're well, just so you live far. in west hollywood now yeah, yeah. but it's like la side. traffic is so bad that it's so hard to get back and forth but exactly. LA, i was telling the girls like when i first started coming down to like downtown la to like do buying when mm, i first started yeah. the business like mm-hmm. 11 years ago uh, downtown LA was not what it is today. No, no, absolutely not. It was like gunshots and like I'm going yeah. to West Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I know because I worked at a fashion tech startup right out of college called Jor. Do you guys know yes, it? Yes, I know yeah. Jor. <laughs> so I worked there uh, for about two years and <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Everyone's face is like, what? I totally Leah? forgot to mention that. I was like, wait, you guys know there's, there's a reason. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm excited. Should we talk about this off? There's an inside scoop that we'll talk about after. Oh, I'm excited to hear about this. Okay, anyways, but yeah, I did work for them, so my offices were, like, across the street from here. Um, But you've always lived in West Hollywood after college. Yeah, but after college, I moved to West Hollywood because I love that that area. Oh, I I love it because I feel like West Hollywood, Beverly Hills area is, like, the suburbs meets city life in a yes. way where there's like it's so many great. great restaurants so much good shopping our mom lives in west hollywood as well so that's where it's since just, I, it feels like home yeah i mean i come up to la three to four days out of the week so i stay with my mom and she has the most beautiful house like oh spanish renovated in like west gorgeous hollywood? in west hollywood oh, yeah la brea melrose it's it's the best location. Yeah, the best location. Yeah, yeah. we're really yeah, lucky. We should podcast at her house next time. Yes. Oh, we've done that before. We kicked. It was that. so funny. We we podcasted at our mom's house, and um, my stepdad was waiting outside for us to finish, and he like he didn't want to make, make noise. It was so, so sweet. So we texted him. He's like, "Are you done?" And he was just waiting in his car. It was really cute. Things your daughters do, exactly. right? <laughs> should we do current fixations? Of course. Can I start? I mean, you. I guess. Yeah. Okay, I'm starting. <laughs> um. So my current fixation right now is it's kind of like a weird current fixation because I'm actually avoiding this place right now, but I'll tell you why. So, um, there's a boutique in San Diego, which is where I'm from and live. Oh, I know what this is. Um, there's a boutique called Vandevoort and they have super cute clothing. Stop it. You like Vandevoort? Do you guys sell to them? I was just talking to the owner. Oh, she's amazing. Like literally two days ago. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. And we're going to podcast with her and we were going <gasps> to meet with her on this trip, but I think we're going to do it on the next trip. Oh my gosh. Amazing. She's Scow's obsessed. Yeah, she's okay. adorable. She's so funny. She's adorable. And so, um, so I'm on keto right now. And so once I get to my goal weight, I'm giving myself... A shopping spree, but now I might have to give my shopping spree to privilege. Yeah. I think you might. I mean, there's I like I think that's I need that that black sweat. Well, I'm doing that now because it doesn't matter how much weight we lose. I'm getting no, in those pajamas. Don't worry, I'm not spending we're gonna a get dime a gift with you guys after this. Oh but God. you guys need like you were, were talking about the out of bounds jogger set. Yes, you need that. And there's a black 
like sleep lounge set Ooh, that I it. feel like you'd really love as love well. It. Our priv sleepwear has been doing really well for yeah. us. Yeah. So well, one of my I mean, goals, like literally one of my goals is to have a beautiful sleepwear collection. Well, sleep we sleepwear and loungewear is so in right now. Like I mean, I have been rocking since just, 14 years old. Everyone is just looking to be comfy and I'm here for it. I mean, I've been doing that forever. I, I know, work. but now it's trendy. Oh, so I'm a trend center? Yeah. I forecast well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you done with yours? Yes, I'm done. Okay. You so my so the sleepwear that I'm like that you're going to get from Priv is going to be your current fixation that you don't done. have yet. Okay, done. Perfect. Done. Um, okay. So my current fixation is the shoe brand Veja. Have you guys heard? I of have not. These sneakers. Are these your sneakers that you're obsessed these are with? These sneakers. They are this French sustainable shoe company, and they are just. I feel like I'm a sophisticated you French goddess. You think these are like the holy grail to her? I swear. I'm obsessed. Okay, so they're just. They look kind of like common projects a little bit, but then they just have this V on the side with a stripe, and they're so classic. They sell them at Reformation, like very much like oh, they do hipster sneaker vibes I feel like I need to look these oh right yeah now, so it is they are incredible oh, you're not so, wearing I'm, them no, I know, I'm not how wearing do you them spell right it v-e-j-a okay and it sounds like vagina vagina uh, shoes yeah veja but it's veja oh wait is it's it like veja? you have to know how to print <laughs> Because that sounds like oh. vagina. Wait, wait. Yeah. I mean, I was, say, I was saying as, a, as, a, as oh, they're if they're really Spanish, cute. because then you don't pronounce the J, but maybe you do pronounce the J. Oh, my God. We so took what French. Co- How do what we color this? do you have? I have the black and white. I mean, obviously, I only wear black and white. But um, I have the, the white with the black V and stripe. Cute. And they and are just... Bought, and you bought some for our mom, too. Yeah. They are so rad. I've been just sporting them. I'm such in a sneaker phase right now, which I never, ever thought okay, I would so be in. I I've been living in my common projects. Like, yes. I have yeah. not taken them off, and literally, Elliot s- spilt ketchup on them, like, six weeks ago, and I'm still wearing them. Yeah. I, like... I hate shoes that I have to put on. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I hate wearing yeah. socks. Yeah. I hate, like, tying my shoes. I want to just... Whoop, we're Did you good. You say you hate socks? Yeah. I hate socks. I, I hate never socks. wear socks. But like, you have to if you're wearing sneakers. I don't wear socks. Really? Okay. Unless okay. I'm working out, then I wear socks in my sneakers. Wait, so you don't wear socks I in don't common wear socks projects? a lot. And it's like, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm not a person that like, I, I don't hate sweat, socks. really. Oh. Okay, well, so, like, you're wow, I wish I had your sweat. Now. We are schwitzy as constantly. fuck. So All we do is schwitz. Oh my god! I wish I had like your sweat glands. Oh wow! I'm super lucky in that way. I mean, I have really dry skin, so that's like the. Problem. I have dry skin, but I have dry skin too. But you have I keep combination. It's kind of disgusting, actually, because like I'll wear like ankle boots and I won't wear socks. <gasps> oh, I mean that's, that's not that bad. That's I think a really, blessing. I think that's a blessing. Like yeah. my shoes never smell. I swear. Oh my god! I'm not lying. Oh my god! Who are you? Oh my god! You have like magical feet. <laughs> wow. Magical feet. I, I am so perplexed by this. I have never my not feet are schwitzed schwitzed my life. I'm getting all braggy. And no, no, it's great. It's, no, brag away. We that's all a wish great, to be like you. Yeah, that's that's we're trying to be less schwitzy. It's, it's like not working out. It's not working out. Let me tell you. Oh wow, I love it. Okay, okay what's your current fixation? Oh my god! What? Oh, okay. Dirty John. Have you guys watched what? this? What is yes, this? I've heard of it. I've Netflix. heard of it. Yeah, you've I saw- heard of it, yes. and I haven't. Yes, still? let's put this down on the fucking record. I, I, wow. ne- I didn't think I was like coming on here, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of like not up to date on the pop culture. Like, I don't know what kind of questions yeah. they're going to ask me. But I, wa- I binge watched this Netflix series, what is it Dirty about? John. It's about this like narcissistic man, mm-hmm. and it's like so fucking crazy like you everybody needs to watch this series okay. because I feel like everybody knows somebody like that yeah mm-hmm. and it's really it's taken from the perspective of this woman it's a true story she's like from California and she basically like came out and sold her story after it happened but she was like she looks like an idiot in the show because she's just like totally taken like this man is like a homeless like fresh out of jail and he comes into her life and like schmoozes her and like manipulates her is it it a drama 
it is it like murder or mystery? it's like dark like, comedy it? it's not really a comedy it's like it's drama okay it's a drama okay mm-hmm. um oh my gosh but it's like i watched the preview it's really really like i couldn't put it down it's okay. like one you know one of those netflix like eight episode series mm-hmm. so it's you like a long it. movie yeah and i was like <laughs> yes. i was tired all last week because of this i was like i had so much to do but i'm like i couldn't put it down oh my wow. god okay. um, but i feel like it really like portrayed not only the narcissist but the empath like the person Mm. that lives with a narcissist and is really like schmoozed and taken advantage of in this situation Mm. like for her to actually like put her story out at her you know reputation was kind of like admirable I would Mm. look at it and I was like she really just wanted to like warn not just women but people who have like been hurt by narcissists I think you would like surviving R. Kelly Oh, I need to watch that. Oh I've heard God. about that too. Oh I feel like I, I've heard about it too God. much that like I don't even need to watch it. No, anymore. you need to watch it. I heard like since I'm then scared. he's like come forward. No, so no, he's, he's been arrested. He's been arrested. Yeah. There's a warrant out for his arrest. He there's no bail, so he's in. Well, he no, he can't afford the bail. N- I think is what. No, it is. I don't think there's oh. bail. Damn. I think that he's he's like in jail right now. Yeah, I mean, it'll as, blow yeah. your I feel like mind. this is kind of the buzzword of the moment is like narcissists and it's or like, like mm-hmm. sexual predators. Or se- yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, for very good reason. It's been like flying under the radar for a long time, mm-hmm. but it's coming to it's pretty awesome that this is coming to light and there's all these shows out there about Especially it. Especially with the Me Too movement and all that. I mean, it's like we're cracking the whip, man. It's actually the whole Me Too thing is pretty crazy that it's been under wraps for this amount of time. I know. Yeah. It's nuts. Like how yeah. I and I know it's not, but like socially acceptable it has been for like women to just put up with that. I know it's like, crazy. I was in Las Vegas recently for work and we just happened to be like, I was with um, some other women and we were like gambling and literally a man put his hand on my friend's leg under the table and was like groping her. And we like walked away, but I was like, how does this happen? happen? Like how yeah. can that just like be how a thing that just happens? Is happened? this a thing in our society that just happens? That is. It happens all. And it's so normalized. Yeah. Like it's just like oh bad behavior or I was drunk or this. But it's like why did you think it was actually okay to do that? I got molested on the subway once, and it's kind of a funny story to be honest. I find it hilarious. I was standing in the subway, and it was super packed, so everyone was touching each other. And all of a sudden, I feel this thing poking my butt, and I'm like. Oh my god, that shopping bag is so annoying. Someone's shopping bag is just poking my butt. And I get off the subway and this like gorgeous big man comes running after me and he like flashes his bag and he badge. He's like, NYPD, did you feel something from the behind? I was like, Yeah, the shopping bag. And he like <laughs> looks into his walkie talkie no. and he's like, That's him, get him. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> What? Poking <laughs> Scout with his dick in her butt. Stop it. Literally giving over the pants anal. No, and she yeah. thought it was a shopping mm-hmm. bag. That's and the you funny were part. saying this out loud. Yeah, no, I said, oh yeah, the shopping bag. And there was a police officer yeah. that witnessed. That is like not a truth. That is so that, How insane is that story? And it's funny to me because I never saw him. So it wasn't like I got an image of like, like this yeah. guy. I think if I saw him, I'd be a little but bit more shook up. But it just yeah. shows how like oblivious we are to it and just it's so second nature for it to just happen to us oh, we're like, oh just another sexual yeah. predator <laughs> no, big like, no big deal no big deal yeah I, like i got gro- like groped i was like attacked when i was in spain when oh i was like God. 20 traveling and this guy like well, spain jumped is. on me and was like literally trying to get me to the ground and oh a taxi driver pulled over and hopped out of the car and started honking the horn. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And I was like, God. the guy ran away. But it was terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. And for me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was so scary. But, like, actually. Like, if something happened to you. That is, like, one in a billion stories that is out mm-hmm. there of, like, mm-hmm. look, how how is this just a thing? It's I just wild. can't actually wrap my head around it. No, it's oh. wild. It's completely wild. I know. That's Oy. a pretty. That's a pretty good story, though. When you first said I was molested on the subway, I'm like, I should laugh. <laughs> I know, but it's. Just I know. So I always <laughs> ridiculous. Of but course, like, Scout is like, yeah, they're shopping bag. He's like, did you get? I had to give my bag. statement for court and everything. Oh my god! And Scout. I called Dad. I was like, Dad, just in case you get a call from the NYPD, this is what happened to me. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. We, just, we just got real deep and yeah. Okay, great. Okay, let's bring it back. Let's I know. Bring it like, back to Donnie. Could have been really serious. I know. It was good. It was we good. Need to bring though. back the light. We need okay. to talk about you. I know. Oh. Okay. So let's start from the beginning. 
Oh my God. What made you want to get into fashion? You know, I don't even think I ever thought it through long enough. Like when you Mm. talk about your story, um, Scout, about like doing the magazine, how just one day, like one day I literally was like, I'm going to open a boutique at that point in time. I wanted to open up one store, which turned into like two. And then that turned into like to three to online. Like just, I've always been really fascinated in that space that's always been my thing when I was like five I would make clothes out of paper bags and then my grandpa bought me a sewing machine and I would go to sewing lessons like I was never really like super sporty or anything I was really artistic and into like fashion design so I think it's just always been in my nature to get into that space yeah and I think people don't understand that creating a fashion brand is so fucking hard. Oh my god, I and can't it even is imagine. like the most competitive space like in the it, world. I it see. is yeah. so like. unsexy. People glamorize it 100%. and put this like Devil Wears Prada vision around it. And as I said, I was you know I had a exactly. And I th- I have so much more respect working in that you know on kind of like the business side of things, like seeing the blood, sweat, and tears, and just the it's so much fucking work and I don't think people give it credit because they see it as something a little not frivolous but it's materialist it's you know it's aesthetics but there is a business behind it well actually the phrase I love is the business of fashion yeah because I think that's where my passion has grown into like originally I wanted clothes I liked that I wanted to buy nice things and you know like see the magazine and then buy that and and like replicate looks and create those relationships and relationships are a big part of my business but it's turned into the business of fashion like my day-to-day job is not those things anymore it's like the team meetings and keeping people inspired and having you know building a team and that's more what it looks like which really could be any business um okay so take us back to the very beginning what was it like launching privilege um I mean, hard. I never worked in fashion before. I, I just, it's, it's it, like what you said your mantra was, which was on our podcast, but you said, um, just you figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah. Like I literally, like there was just an answer to everything. I was like, okay, I need to learn how to merchandise. Okay. Figure it out. So I asked questions. I always went to people who were like in the industry before me and I asked them how they did it. And somebody gave me some really great advice early in the game and they said, like, you're not the first one. You just have to look at someone who did it great and then do what they did. Mm, and nice advice. you can create your own spin on it. Like, that's why I really love what we've created with like our own collection that we have something that is truly us. Like Priv Collections is not, we started off, we bought brands, we sold them. You know, we curated a mix of like different denim brands and we had like, you know, like celebrity fashion and different things. But now we actually are designing our own collections and having those and have something that is truly a brand. So when did that all start? How did so you we started building our own brands probably like five years ago, okay. I would say. Um, there was like a slow process of like curating other things and we started private labeling and we started working with um, like different, like it's hard to get the scale of like actually creating a brand. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started wholesaling. So that's been kind of the growth. I feel like I was just very choppy about that. Whole no, thing. I mean, that's well, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of what a business is. It's just like, you're just maneuvering and it's just like one turn after the other. And it's just what's best for you in that moment. And then you're just like, okay, now wholesale. And now this venture, it's just. But 11 years ago, I would have never said, okay, this is what I'm creating. Yeah. Now in hindsight, it makes sense that I was building a brand and that's really what the whole play is. But along the way, it was, it was really impulsive. And I feel truly feel like I was just following following like what is meant to be for me like my path yeah and you got you trust your intuition I've I'm a really intuitive person and I I truly believe that you don't need to give it that much thought you really need to just do what feels right yeah I'm I'm very similar I'm very similar to that scout is extremely intuitive I'm more of a pragmatic gotta really think about it and look at a look at a little more like data side of it before I plunge into and I think both of them have their merits their merits yeah when I feel something in me that I want to do and it just feels right I don't care what anybody tells me there's no changing that and I feel like if I think about it too much I usually like it's usually something's wrong 
Mm. Like I usually need to make a change. Interesting. Okay. That's a good point. The answer should be there. But yeah. You should so you're know like the there's answer. I should know it. Why am why am I ruminating on this? Yeah. Interesting. Can you talk about the Priv babe? Talk about the girl. And the men, because you guys who make, you guys make yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, we do, we do have men's, although like it's not a huge part of like our social presence. Like mm-hmm. our our e-commerce business is predominantly focused around um, the priv babe. And honestly, I feel like the word fashion can be so intimidating. I feel like what we're doing is really the bread and butter. Like mm-hmm. we are basic. Like we are for the every woman. We are trying to create more the uniform and like everyday wear a lot of our customers are everyday women they might be moms we have a ton of mom customers um our age range our demographic is really wide it could be your mom and your daughter yeah um but it's really um inclusive for everybody and we use that statement and we're like is, does this make sense? What do we? What was our slogan again? Sorry, I'm looking at my team right yeah. now. <laughs> Exclusivity for everybody, and we qu- love that. We bantered back and forth on whether that made any sense because what we were really looking for was something that included everybody but was special. But it felt a little like you're in the club, like, like you're reco- in the not the yeah, club, and like recognizing you're in that every piece had to yeah. have something really special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I get if it. you want to compete in like such a competitive space, mm-hmm. like any fashion brand mm-hmm. out there, it better be something special and more absolutely like people want the best price faster better cheaper and that's incredibly hard to achieve if you're building a brand with like um authenticity Mm. and integrity so like making sure you're manufacturing in the right places and you're paying proper prices and you're maybe like lots of times we're shipping it in so we can have like trends faster and Mm. we're not like yeah, talk to yeah, talk to. I'm always really curious about the manufacturing side. So talk to us about how important it was it for you to find that like sustainable manufacturer or, or figure out a way I to really work with them in that best partnership. I think manufacturing, hands down, in the past eleven years, has been the biggest challenge for us. Um, it's really really difficult space because you have to be so ahead of the game and. Well, it's, it's expensive as well. Like, you have to invest in a lot of capital. So I'm really grateful that we had a brand that, um, like, we sell our products. So I wasn't relying on anybody else picking it up. Like, we have built more of, like, a vertically integrated business where we have, like, the retail level and the and now we That's have wholesale great. distribution. So we weren't totally depending on necessarily e-commerce or this and that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for brands that pop up that are maybe like an e-commerce brand and they, they sell strictly through online, that would be really difficult to compete, not having like any other ways to liquidate. This might be kind of a funny, weird question, but what do you do with all your inventory? Like, where does it live? (laughs) Oh my God. We're all laughing. Oh, inventory. Inventory is, I don't care what anybody says, the biggest challenge of any fashion brand out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why I always fought to be more vertically integrated because I know you need to sell it. You never will. You end up donating some or obviously there's always, um, I'll, I'll highlight some advice somebody gave me. They say you have to have two businesses if you're in fashion. You have your retail business and then you have your discount business. And if you don't have both, you don't have anything. Interesting. That's very interesting. Which is kind of like disingenuous in some ways because it's like if you really want something knowing that you might be able to get it on sale, it's like kind of hard to swallow sometimes, but look around you, right? Like everything's discounted, everything's everywhere. So I think we really try to have integrity with our products and create a really good product that people love and they feel like it's special enough and they're getting good value for. So we try to keep our prices competitive and stay true to who we are absolutely i want to talk about print talks which is the yeah. podcast we were just on so you created a podcast out of this brand which i just think is really unusual so cool. and amazing like i've never heard of a clothing brand creating a podcast and especially with your team like your yeah. <laughs> your co-workers yeah which, and the people you manage which you which have is, a great team which is also oh, my just team is my life yeah so talk to us about that decision like was it because you wanted to you know branch off and create other like branches of the brand or what went into that so I felt like privilege from day one what we had that was different than what other stores had at the time was a really special relationship with our customers so it started off in the conversation um 
always maintaining that customer service. And when we scaled to more stores, it's difficult to maintain that, but we always fought to have like the same connection with the customers, like make friends with your customers, make a connection and, um, you know, make it authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, when we branched into e-commerce online, we launched a really big capsule with like an influencer and we had like huge exposure and we had a lot of people like returning worn like it was we dealt with and we had a really negative customer service experience like where we felt like we were being abused by customers mm-hmm. and that's where the conversation started and it was kind of funny we're sitting there being like why are being people being so ridiculous about this but it's because we always operated as a small business and then we scaled and people were like returning worn clothing or like damaged clothing or doing things or just being completely erratic about customer service issues and we were like don't they understand that we're like just like human and like (laughs) there were a person behind the phone and all of that and we're like we realized that there was a disconnect between us and our customers online Mm. and how could they really know who we are so we're like we need to like somehow create the personal interaction and believe it or not that's where priv talks was born that's very smart so we're like let's it was a it was a team decision and we're like let's create we how do we like enhance our social media really to portray that and so podcasts kind of I mean it's kind of fun I feel like you guys are tapping into something extraordinary because I think brands did realize that with social media they're like okay we can kind of be human and have uh, like a cheeky voice or have a you know have a voice through Instagram and how we communicate and and really tap into our customers and be like their best friends and follow them and be with them but then this takes it like a step further where it's like no you get to know individually who is working on this line totally and know our personalities know who we are know exactly what our roles are like that is a next level than just like a brand on instagram connecting with their customers like that's really admirable and i think it's more than like being like maybe like a fashion podcast yeah it's like our concept is like business and corporate culture so it's like that's really like what's going on behind the scenes like customers knowing that it's like we're answering the phones. We're dealing yeah. with things. We've got a team. Like we are human beings on the other yeah. side of that. And although like that's where it started, it's grown into something more and special, I feel. Absolutely. But that, that was the thinking at the beginning. Yeah. And, and as a consumer, I'm going to be more prone and and excited and feel, I don't know, just like a, a deeper connection to you guys. That's what we wanted yeah. was the connection. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how do we have this? Because we had a really, sorry, have in our stores a really special thing mm-hmm. that we've built. And it was, it was unique, but it was really based on customer service. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from. And then we realized online it was a totally different experience. We're like, totally. how do we dial this in and like create the same thing yeah but now we've connected with all these like what amazing inspirational entrepreneurs yeah. we've done over a hundred episodes with different we kind of we we say women in business but we've had men on the podcast as well mm-hmm. or other people doing really inspirational things or really important topics that we want to cover and it's just been I think something that has not only been good for the brand but and helped align us with other brands but it's been good for all of us as individuals. Yeah. You said something super interesting. You, you mentioned corporate culture. Yeah. How do you go from a small business to scaling it to a big business and keep the small business culture intact? What, what methods do you employ with your employees? How do you approach? What, what's your philosophy around that? It's a great question. I think it comes back to, and we are not a big business. Like we are, I would say we are like in the small to medium sized business category, but I think it comes back to every person that's hired being like having integrity with the brand. And we talk about it a lot. We've talked about it. Like um, some of my best friends are women in business and like have mentored me and inspired me in the situation. But it comes back to your core values of what you stand true to. And if you have somebody in the business, any, any one person, I think you're only as strong as your weakest member. So if you have one person that doesn't stand true to what those companies' core values are, well, that's, that's the sum of it right there. So when you're interviewing, what's the one thing you're looking for? You're asking the wrong person because I'm not interviewing. <laughs> She's next to me. <laughs> but I, I think that I speak for the team when I say that, like, it, I, I speak very vocally about this, that it's personality first. Okay. It's not about qualifications. I actually don't really care about your job experience that much. It's really, like, comes down to who you are. I, I think it's more about character and working as a team. 
um, I'm really not interested in like having like a hero on the thing. I want someone that can come and integrate as the team and be willing to learn. And I think that's the most important characteristic. Willing to learn. Willingness to learn, I think, is one of the, the most, most overlooked like, attribute. And we were talking about this on, on when we were on Priv Talks. It's like you can Google anything. Yeah. Like you can figure it out on the job. Like yeah. I have a BBA. Yeah. And I don't really think it's done anything for my business. Yeah. I'll be perfectly honest. I feel like I've learned and self-taught myself like what I've learned in this industry. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's and just, you need to be, you need to be willing to put in the work and be willing to learn and be willing to step into that role. And that, I, that is way more telling as, as an employee than anything else. I mean, else. I never graduated college because I had a career opportunity in the middle of college and I've been very successful in my ventures just because I'm self-taught. Yeah. Like when my kids, when I have kids, I don't have them right now, but when I do, and they get older and they turn 18, I'm going to say, do you want to go to college or do you want to be an entrepreneur? Which one do you want to do? And it's up to them. It's really up to them because I think that the qualifications of an employee are changing so much in today's age and people are valuing um, curiosity more than necessarily a long list of a resume of internships that you did. Totally. And when we sit down, like we have team meetings every Monday, like I want creativity. I want to hear like fresh, like bold new ideas that nobody's ever said, even if it's a bad idea, like let's explore it. Cause, cause we don't want to do the same thing as everybody else. Why would I want someone who's experienced in what everyone else is doing? Like we're trying to do something new and different. That's so true. And I like that just like spewing off new ideas. I mean, you definitely, it seems though that you cultivate this environment of growth and a more like we're definitely like i think we all have like a growth mindset with the company and we have a lot of like bold goals yeah that we're trying to undertake yeah and that takes drive from everybody yeah it also sounds like you have a safe space to fail like yeah that's what i was about to say like for me when i'm looking at an employer or a work situation or i'm cultivating a work situation a safe space to fail is like my number one priority. Well, yeah, I think you yeah. win as a team, you lose as a team. Yeah. Like no questions. Yeah. And y- you need to, if you have that fear of sounding dumb or, you know, being judged, you're never going to get those insanely amazing, unique ideas and perspectives. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. And I think it's funny. Like um, one thing I said was like, I'm not really that concerned about qualifications mm-hmm. necessarily, but more willingness to to learn Mm -hmm. um leah who runs our operations she's right beside me but how many times have have you brought up um about jobs in the past i'm like you worked there and you're like did you not did you read read my resume resume? (laughs) and i'm like honestly the trash i didn't really matter because i could tell like i could tell yeah yeah and i think it we all share a common drive and that's the most important thing yeah it sounds like you read people really well I think it's like intu- being intuitive. intuitive. Yeah, you're very yeah. intuitive. Yeah. Like I really tr- like I'm trying to trust my gut in my life. So with all of your intuitiveness, what has been the greatest lesson you've learned since launching your own business? Um, I think would be to trust your intuition mm-hmm. because I think sometimes you do try to do what other people are doing or try to do what someone might say is the right thing, but knowing in your gut that it might not be the right direction and then you might you know, make mistakes along the way or waste time and money going in the wrong direction. There has definitely been things like that. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I it's a good one. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the biggest for me. There's times where I'm like, Oh, I should have really trusted my gut on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and st- stood true to myself. What has been the biggest win? Like the biggest moment where you're like, Holy shit. I made it. You know what? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's a hard one for me because I don't feel like I had, a, I had this talk with my, my best friend recently and she's like, you're doing all these things. Like you're like so proud. And I'm like, I don't feel that way. Imposter syndrome. I don't I feel suffer that way from it all. too. Or not yeah. even that. Like you're probably always looking to the next goal. Yeah. yeah I'm like, well, I haven't got there. So like, yeah. so keep, I'll go, write a book one day when I get there. But like, but I'm you not sh- there. You mm-hmm. should know that you've reached a level of thereness. I'm trying to be present and mm-hmm. appreciate the milestones that I have. I sure. appreciate the milestones too much. Ask Mads. Every yeah. little, like the smallest victory, I'm like jumping off. And the I'm literally year. just like, okay, 
Yeah, next. she's like next, and Thank I'm like, "Thank you, next." Yeah, I think I definitely. I think that's something I could really work on is yeah. just like having those wins. I and agree. Celebra- celebrating because it's agree. so fun. Like yeah. that's what makes the ride worthwhile when I mean, you get yeah. those small wins. I'm that not just mad mean about it. I'm sitting in LA with like, yeah, know, it's not like you're stressing. My team and we're pod- we're talking. Yeah, for like a drinking whole week, wine, drinking wine, doing something that is beneficial to the business yeah. and forward thinking. Like I'm, I'm definitely very happy and grateful. Yeah, what totally. We built. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. But I think there's just so much more to come. Yeah, and that's a good balance. That's, yeah. I think that's like, it's really what life. It's the we constant struggle. It's just like the two of us. Yeah, it's just that's it's balancing those two extremes is like We're living right now and being spectrums. so happy and grateful for what you have, but then also having goals and having aspirations to do more. We've talked about this on the podcast. I mean, before. Just endlessly okay i want to talk about the fact that you're a mother of three which is so beautiful you're just like the coolest mom ever yeah you know what that is the nicest thing you could possibly say really i feel like being a cool mom is like yes like okay i'm I'm not a regular mom wait i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a really good compliment okay you are like sarah foster oh my god i'm obsessed <laughs> like you just um, made her day I, knew I was gonna say the best like you look like her you're like silly like her you're like the like cool mom I'm, like of her. might cry right now oh my god i can see it I i've been like it. crushing on her big time oh. i'm gonna go dm her all night tonight yes actually. yes <laughs> yeah aaron foster is my love and then and yeah oh, Sarah, yeah so they are funny so funny she posted something the other day about her daughter being like mom you're on your phone all the time and i was like oh my god it sounds like 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 someone called us the jewish foster sister ones and and i i I mean we could just like die now like like, that's like goals that's like goals they are i i i thought it when you guys were sitting here i'm like you guys are fucking hilarious oh my god we love you (laughs) thank you but i do feel like i said too i cut my hair a little bit like i was like having this like medium length like boring like I, it couldn't be long anymore it's just like kind of unhealthy right. since I had my baby and like I just needed to commit to like either having it short or like getting extensions and like high maintenance and like I just yeah. didn't want to do it I'm like I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna chop it and Damn. I said to Ev who I was gonna call my husband but he's actually not my husband he's just my baby daddy and Ooh. um I said am I l- less boring or more boring than last week with this haircut and he's like how in the world do I answer that I'm like just say <laughs> like less boring he's no like, you look boring. really good with short hair yeah, it's awesome you really do and I feel like short hair is difficult to pull off I've been like really struggling with it because I've like always had longer hair I love really? it I love the Thanks. short hair on you I'm, I'm here for, it for a while it's actually yeah. so much quicker and I feel like I have more time yeah that's um, what I, that's what I miss hair about is long just hair. Yeah, we we can't. Oh, we don't even have time hair, to get into like, the hair. On the last podcast, we're like crushing on all crushing on your hair. Oh yeah, because I got it done. Yeah, it, like looks. So but chic. I have to get it done, or else it's not chic whatsoever. It's not chic. It's a hot mess. <laughs> to be honest, sure. the thing about short hair is it's like good first day, and then the second day is just like stringy, and like you need to like wash it again. Where long hair, you can like pull out a do for a few days. Ooh, no, I my know, hair I've lasts a week with nothing. Yeah, well, it's long. That's why I'm like, if it's styled. Well, also, curly hair is drier. It's not as oily. Yeah. yeah so so it does, it curly takes hair, you're actually only supposed to wash it once a week anyways. I had like, when my hair was dark, it was just like long, thick, and healthy. And then I went mm-hmm. blonder and blonder just like, just broke. What's your natural hair? Like ashy blonde, like like light brown. Oh, like, okay. Like that. Right? Yeah, like my my roots, like this is my color. Got, got it, it, got, got it, it, got it. Makes, okay, well, we just skipped over the mom because we got yeah, into the kids. Sarah Foster Back of Back to all. my hair. <laughs> um, wait, so you have three kids. Three. Holy shit. What's the biggest thing the that motherhood has taught you? Um, I It's teaching me to be present, but it's also, I feel like as a entrepreneur, it's taught me a lot of really important lessons. Mm. Like, it taught me that work has to be a positive place because you're not going to sacrifice wow. anything with your, I'm not going to give up any time with my kids, which is already limited. I feel like there's not enough love or me to go around in my life. Yeah. Like it's just a constant struggle as a mom. I'm sure every mom feels like that. Um, but like when I go to work, it has to fuel me. And so that, it's like, I feel like really no one talks about that. That's a great like, yeah, point. If I'm going to leave my kids, it better, it better be, be a worth fucking it. Good, yeah. I'm not going to come in here and it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a good place for everyone and everybody. Yeah. I want everybody on a, like, I don't, I really don't like that. Like, oh, Monday, like I'm at no. work again. Like I'm at no. Monday. It's Monday. I'm going to fucking I'm do stoked. Monday. I'm stoked. Wow. Yeah. I'm here. Oh, and for me, that. like 
leave your kids, which is like the hardest job in the world. Yeah. I'm at work. I have a coffee in hand. I'm like talking to some girls my age. Like it's not, it's just not the worst place to be. Like yeah. I'm, ha- I'm super grateful to be there. That's amazing. And I love it. So, and it's like my passion project. So I do really love it. Yeah. That's awesome. How old are your kids? Eight. So oh my, my boys are five and eight, which is crazy. Like I can't believe he's eight. eight. He's like my baby. And then my daughter, Elliot, is one and a half. Oh, oh my God. So cute. You showed yeah. us a picture of your daughter. Yeah. She Elias, is scrumptious. Emerson, and Elliot. Oh, oh my God. Those cute names. names. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Is pregnancy as insane as they say? tell you dude i want to be pregnant so you know, bad it's so I crazy i don't understand what the it's fuck you so just said crazy i was spe- i was so afraid of pregnancy like, yeah my whole life yeah i've done it three times so like realistically you're it's pro. so hard but like you still go back for more because it's yeah, like because so it, yeah that's yeah. what my, that's what our grandma always says she's like yeah it hurts of course but it's like you forget and then it's you just do it again. You, it's crazy that you do. You want to do it again. It's and like crazy. with my daughter, I like didn't make it to the hospital in time to get <gasps> an epidural or any drugs. Oh, oh, so like I've experienced the whole thing. My God! And, and now you're like, I'm gonna I'm be done. double fisting. I'm just gonna be like, let's go, baby. Oh, oh I want every every drug. epidural. They got going. Well, and that's me. I was like, I am not having this baby until I get an epidural. And they're like, you're not having an epidural. My sister was in the room for all my deliveries, oh, and she's like, you're gonna. She was like the best birthing coach. She's like, you are gonna do this. Like she's oh, so intense oh my god so bad yeah um oy, oy, you know oy, what oy. you just do it you just do it you just figure do it out you can you spend time being out. afraid of it or you can just like not even think about it yeah go into labor have a glass of wine and go have a baby <laughs> go have a that's gonna be me it's like it's not morphine they're gonna give you like way worse the hospital <laughs> so. yeah so you're so true, true. when so i had true. my first oh i went my into god. labor my mom took me for a blowout we went, we went and had a glass of wine I never, I, and I didn't drink in my pregnancy or anything, yeah, 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 but, but she's like, like, she's trying to get me to like not go to the hospital down. and like oh, okay. stay calm. And she's like, you're having a glass of wine. And I'm like, okay. I, and, God, I yeah, love that. that. Yeah. It was just like the best experience. My mom had four kids. So she was just like a pro. Damn. Oh my God. Damn. I mean, having three, that is a, that's a, I ne- I, an oh, accomplishment. It, it's so crazy. I don't know how I have three kids. Like, you don't feel like a person that, that has, has three, three kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's my friend has two now. No, she's on her third. She's my age. And I, I always ask her, do you feel like you're a mom? She's like, no, no. I don't feel like I'm a I mom. Know. Like, I go to the grocery store and I see other moms. I'm like, those are moms. But I'm, I'm like, not a mom. But I'm yeah. not a mom. You know, it's crazy. I know. No, it's I, so funny. We, like, play a game. My husband and I, we, like, look at other people. We'll, like, guess their age. And I'll be like, oh, they're, like... 50 yeah like for sure and they're like 35 in our age yeah and like, oh my god is that what we're like it's like just oh my god. yeah like i still you still feel the same yeah yeah, yeah i think that's and that's why I, I i caught myself before saying like you don't seem like a mom like that's not like it's just we have this weird perception, perception. of what we'll be like when we have yeah, yeah, we have, yeah and it's, it's just, really you're the same still person. yourself like you know like drastically change 100 percent. i love that i love that you have this incredible business and then just have three kids like holy I shit know. are you gonna love me when i have kids what kind of question is that are you gonna still like me of course okay, <laughs> is you weirdo are you planning sure? on like totally fuck? changing yeah what? i'm just making sure she's still gonna be on board with me yes i'll still be on board don't I worry i feel like your sister becomes such an important person once you have a baby yeah when oh my god i'm gonna be an i'm gonna be an aunt what the fuck i'm, I'm already, gonna be the I'm, best I'm aunt. An aunt are you planning yeah. on having kids in like the next 10 minutes because you sound not like in the it. next 10 well i would love she has to such baby, fever. such baby fever but we're waiting a few years it's cause so funny because i never had baby fever and i never like I remember being like nine months pregnant with my first and being like, I don't think I'm going to bond with this child. Like I was not very maternal. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't really like, I didn't see other babies, people's babies and be like, Oh my God, what I'm, a cute baby. I'm like that way. I, I wasn't care. really that connected as like a mom. Yeah. It's so funny. Like now I'm still me. Like I'm still like very unconventional and yeah. like blast rap music with my kids in the car. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's going to be me. But it's di- it's just once your kids it's just different. That's yeah. what our mom says. She like does, she's like she doesn't like kids, and then she just obviously. Oh my god! I see. Up. A, I just don't like other people. Yeah, kids. exactly. I see a baby <laughs> like and I go crazy. I go crazy when I yeah, see a baby. I I'm not. I don't. 
I know. I need to rein it in. Okay. I'm I need not to a, like I'm not chill a baby out person. for a second. You know what the coolest part about being a mom is? Like seeing like the siblings. Like you guys, obviously, like yeah. I have that. I have. I was. You have that fa- dynamic. Four, four kids in my family. So I know the dynamic of mm-hmm. like siblings and seeing my kids like have those bonds. Like, yeah. Like, that's the That's most. really special. I feel that like people really don't special. talk about that as yeah. much. Just because when you're growing up as siblings like uh, sometimes you fight and it's just like yeah it's crazy but look at the kardashians you love the kardashians and their siblings yeah this is very true very true (laughs) does that make you want kids it could be like that does that make me want kids could be like as cool as chloe you never know oh yeah chloe's cool she's cool She's cool. I could be like Chloe. You could be like Chloe. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> this conversation went way off. Wait, so it just like went off the rail. Too much summer water. I just feel like I'm in summer. I'm just drinking rosé. Look at me. Look at you living your best life. I know. What's I so it. funny. Here's the funny story. I was at the coffee shop downstairs and I had my daughter and she's dressed like we're in L.A. Yeah. Even though it's like kind of cold outside. Right. She's wearing like a little short romper, oh like spaghetti straps God. and like and sandals. And then we ran into a little boy from L.A. who's two at the same coffee shop. Like, and he's oh, wearing a puffer. two puffer jacket. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and skinny jeans. And I'm like, I yep. think we're dressed really inappropriately. Yep. Oh, my and God. Yeah. In L.A., if it gets like yep. 60 degrees, people like whip out the puffer. Yeah. So funny. I, I wear a puffer today. I know. You always it's wear a puffer. Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We're so weak. That's because you like you just want the fall fashion. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just wimps. We're just <laughs> wimps. Like yeah. any sign of wind, we're just like. We're like Fuck ah, this. <laughs> my dad and I have been talking about the weather for the past like three <laughs> weeks. Like, That's all we talk about. Weather? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so Jewish. So Jewish. Okay, thank you so much for coming on. Oh you are God. such a gem. Such thank you for a gem. having me. Can you oh please let gosh. everyone know where they can find you and privilege in the whole nine yards? Yeah, so you can find us at Priv Talks Podcast. Priv Talks Pod- This is not my job <laughs> to do this spiel. This is Leah's job. I should pass the mic right over, and she can tell you. You got this. You can find um, me at Donnie Ray. D-O-N-N-I-R-E. You want pictures of babies and... Maybe like a selfie. We're there. Perfect. Um, that's what you'll find. Um, Style for the Priv is my brand. And Priv Talks Podcast is where you can find, if you want to hear me talk for like hours on it. Which you should. Yeah, yeah which you should. You should. And you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sister. Ladies are amazing. Thank Aww, you for having me. We love you. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.